Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? All right, folks, we are here. We are back. Ready to rock and roll. I'm Big Game Bob. Come to you on your local airwaves, however you're listening, whyever you're listening. Folks, we're just happy you are indeed listening. Now, took a little week off from myself. Thanksgiving week, visited the family. Wonderful time. Good to see them. But I will say, I missed you folks. I missed the brilliant unfaithful. I missed being here, locking and loading with you guys, ready to rock and roll. Another person I missed was a young man by the name of Jersey Jerry. We're going to get right to it. We're going to bring on Gerard Gilfone for our Bet MGM segment here in our quest to get to $10,000 to cash out. They started us with 1000 The man is hot, hotter than ever right now. That is Gerard Gilfone out of Caldwell, New Jersey. Let's bring him on for our opening segment. Good to be back here, folks. Let's rock and roll. Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? <laughs> Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Gerard Gilfo, would you get the vaporizer out of your mouth for two seconds, Jerry? Yo, what's up, huh? There he is. There's our guy. He's got his Domino's uniform here. We want to check in on that. Jerry, I got to be honest with you, pal. What's I was up, gone man? for the week. I, I, I missed you, Jer. Yeah, I miss you too, Bob. I hate it. You know what? I kind of, I craved us coming back here on the ones and twos, just firing away. It wasn't the same, Jerry. Did you miss me a little bit? Yeah, I miss you, Bob. I miss a lot of people. You know, I miss everybody viewing it. You know what I mean? A lot of people message me, you know, Jerry, where, where's the, where's the podcast? I said, listen, you know, sometimes you need a break, you know? So it was nice. No doubt about it. If anybody knows something about a break, it is you stepping away from your blue collar job there. You were making a good salary, Jerry, and you decided, Hey, I'm going to, yep. That's going to end real quick. That's going to end quick. Why? I didn't want to go there today. I didn't even want to go there today. Why don't you want to go there, Jerry? We got to go there today. You're sitting there wearing your Domino's outfit. We have to go there today, Jerry. People want to know. You don't just start a job at Domino's, announce it to the podcast, and then not tell them about your job at Domino's, Jerry. You understand that? I get it. I get it. Can I ask you first about your Thanksgiving? Was it a good Thanksgiving? Did you help out Miss Gilfone at all in the the kitchen and whatnot? Yeah, it was very good. The very good. Now great. let's get to Domino. <laughs> let's get to Domino. <laughs> let's get to Domino's, Jerry. Don, go ahead. Yeah, it just oh. it, it it just was never Domino's. That's just it. It was never Domino's, Bob. So it now was never you want to bail on Domino's. Listen, man. Now, Thursday the Steelers were set to play. Correct. Thanksgiving. I hit up my boss. I said, "Hey, listen, I need the day off." You know what I mean? Um, you know, Steelers are playing. I'm a big Steelers fan. He's like, listen, you don't got any PTO time, but I'll let you slide on this one. I said, I appreciate it. No problem. Now, are there, are are there other employees at the Domino's upset that here's this guy who just started last week and he's already calling the request off for the Steelers game? Yeah. And there's one driver, Miguel, he hit me up and he was like, Hey, Jerry, you're not coming in today. I said, no. And then he's like, Oh, more tips for me. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> all right, Whatever. all right, good for Whatever. Miguel. It's just me and Miguel. Anyway, the game gets canceled, right? Now, now I hit my boss up on Tuesday explaining to him, you know, I'm going to need the day off Thursday. Long story short, he gives me the day off. They end up canceling. So last minute I call him and I'm like, hey, listen, boss, Steelers are a no-go. 
I'm going to come into work. You know what I mean? And he's like, listen, you know, you only can do, you only can do the night shift. We got in a little bit of an argument. Long story short, he let me this one time work during the day. So, so I you, can have- you called you called that morning to get the day off on Thanksgiving because the Steelers were playing. Steelers game gets canceled. This yes. is your first week at work. And then that afternoon you say, hey, by the way, boss, I can now come in. Correct. Yes. And he let me come in. Okay. Go ahead. Now you do know, you find that do you find that to be a bad look out of the gate, Jer? I just I don't. I, I don't because you know I think I think, yeah, maybe I didn't have no PTO time. But, you know, the Steelers are undefeated, and, and he has to understand that. Never you know? lost. Never lost. Okay. So, whatever. I go, I go into work, and, and, you know, I've been noticing at work, yeah, listen, I'm the new guy. I get it. Like, I, I know I'm the new guy, but you're not going to bang me on fucking on deliveries. This guy, Miguel's taking about 10 deliveries before I take two or three. So now it's cutting into my pocket. You understand, Bob? <laughs> Right, so we're right. not off to the best start here. We're not off to the best start here. Correct. Now, today I get into an argument with him, right? I message him saying, hey, buddy, you know, because my shift now, is... question, though, Jer, how long has Miguel been there for a driver at Domino's for? 14 years. Holy shit. Okay, well, you know what? I think he deserves the upper hand in this. No, Jer, let's keep that in mind. Well, if you're going by seniority, yes. If you're going by speed, no. <laughs> okay all right go ahead so so i text my boss today and i say hey man listen um the steelers are playing now the game got postponed again i am not able to come in you know for my shift and what's so funny bob what's so funny here man you know see this is why i don't like to talk about things with you bro i, I, don't. I, don't. I don't look come on man i mean you gotta realize that how ridiculous this is I know you're no, 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 no. What's ridiculous is Goodell. That's what's ridiculous, Bob. You understand why the game's at 340 now? You understand why? Because they got that fucking hurricane of a tree getting lit up. Right. That's why. Right. But Roger Goodell is not concerned about you canceling your domino shifts. I agree. Roger Goodell is doing a horrific job. He has been doing a horrific job. But Roger Goodell does not care about your domino shift, Jerry. He, he just isn't. So you can't go to your boss and blame it on Roger Cadell. Now, I still want to hear what did you did your boss say? No, I would like to think. Yes, he said he said no. He said, well, no. do you blame him? Jerry? No, I don't, man. I don't blame him. Listen, there's one guy there. There's one other delivery driver. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Get he's, all the delivery. So go ahead. So I said, hey, listen, listen, the, the, my shift is 3.30 to 11 right now, okay? Now, now, the Steelers game got moved now to 3.40 because <laughs> of that fucking bullshit Christmas tree lighting. So I messaged him, right? And I say to him, hey, listen, you know, unfortunately, the game got postponed once again. Bad news, the game is at 3.40 now on Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> So he's like, listen, Jerry, you, you got to come in. And I'm like, no disrespect, but I I can't come in. You know what I mean? I just can't. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, you know, that, that people don't know about. Now, I don't know. I sent you the picture. You never responded of my four puppies. Correct. I got pictures of my four puppies. Now I go there. I'm delivering for a couple of days. 
And me and Miguel start having conversation. Now I tell him I've got puppies, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, I love French bulldogs. By the way, I do portraits. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I, and, and then the next day I hit him with, you know, it would be cool if I had portraits of all four puppies that I just had, the litter I just had. He's like, no problem. I'll do it for you. Good price. No problem. So within two days, he bangs these out and, and he charged me a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars for the four portraits? No, a hundred for each portrait. He charges you. He charges you a hundred a pop per portrait of the dog. Yeah, that's like a week's worth of work, bro. You, you know what I mean? Which is why I told you to never go there in the first place, Jer. But do you have the pictures of the dog that we can see? Could you get the portraits? Yeah, I get the portraits. Get the, get the portraits of the dog, would you, guys? I mean, you got it. This is just a never-ending circus. It just never seems to end week in, week out. It's always something. I got to see what these portraits look like. For those of you not watching on the YouTube right now, I'll try and kind of talk you through. Here he comes back now with the portraits. Jerry Don's back in on the ones and twos. <laughs> People? <Yeah. laughs> Reggie? <laughs> White boy, Rick. <laughs> now, folks, I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at it. Looked at what? Whoa. Paulie Peppers. Spelled Paulie Peppers wrong. What do you mean he spelled it wrong? He spelled Paulie Peppers wrong. He did po- a, a portrait of your dog, Paulie Peppers. He spelled it with two L's, Jer. No, that's how I spell it. That's how I spell it. You spelled after it the, with two the, L's? Yeah, after the late, great friend of mine. Rest in peace, Paul Peppers. Rest in peace, Paul Peppers. Did the rest in peace, Paul Peppers, spell his name Paul with two L's? He did not, but I I, I like to spell it like that. So I when I think of him <laughs> and when, when I you know, send his mom some messages, I use the double L. Jared, do me a favor, just so people can kind of get a feel for these portraits. Now, I'll be honest, it's not the worst portrait, but I'll tell you, $100 a pop, I think, is absolutely outrageous. Would you be able to get a Paulie Peppers? Could you get one of the dogs to just kind of show a side-by-side yeah, uh-huh. let me let me get let me get White Boy Rick. Let me go get, get go. Could you get Paulie Peppers too? Or you only have I, White I Boy. Could, Rick? I could try to get them both. They're just they're running around. Try and let get me, both the dogs. I want to compare the dogs to the right. portrait that you get. All right, bye. Even Hold on. Right Jerry, he trusts a guy, one of his his colleagues there at Domino's, to do a portrait of his dog. And I, I tell you, folks, I'm taking a look at the portrait now, and and again. It's first off to spell Paulie Peppers with two L's. He, he literally did it up top to where it has the name of the dog and then the dog under it. It's a small, maybe eight by 12 frame. If that probably a little smaller than that, I could have my dimensions. wrong. there is no way this is worth a hundred dollars a pop. Absolutely no chance in hell that it's worth a hundred a piece. Here he is. He's got one of the dogs right here. Now, Jared, let's compare the, the, the dog to the photo and see how, what's the driver? What's your colleague driver? Miguel. Miguel. Let's see how Miguel did. Who do we got here? We got white boy, Rick, and then we're going to bring, that's pretty good. actually. I'll tell you what, Jared. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jared, it's actually not bad. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you, it's actually pretty similar. Now, White Boy Rick is having none of this right now, but you, you compare the two with two, it, it's pretty similar. Do you have Paulie Peppers around to where we could compare one more, Jer? 
Paulie's sleeping. Paulie's dying. Don't have Paulie peppers. I tell you, then you know what? I got news for you. Miguel really didn't do that bad. I still don't think it's worth a hundred a piece. Yeah, you know, I didn't mind spending the money, but then it aggravated me. Now I'm, I'm over it now. So are you getting along with this Miguel? You go, you go to do the orders. You getting along with the Miguel? Nah, not really. We don't got much in common. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah no. He got a side hustle. He he he. Uh, he's the guy who takes the change out the laundromat, the local laundromat by me. Now, Jared, do you do you now regret? Do you now see Jared? You should put the Domino's hat on. It really creates the the entire image that you got going there. Do I dropped you, it. I dropped it. Do you not? Do you now not make the money that 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 you were making at the blue collar job? Do you agree that I was right for you to not take this job? Yeah, I make I'm making I'm making about three fifty a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate, but uh <laughs> I I mean there didn't didn't I didn't I tell you this? You had this fascination that you were gonna be getting every single order, every single delivery. There there's there's other drivers. You're gonna be splitting the orders. People don't tip a ton on pizzas. I'm not saying they shouldn't. They definitely should tip more than they do. But are you still giving out the hand sanitizers like you were gonna do? That came that 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 came and was came to a stop really quick. Right um, to man. where Jerry, you're almost now losing money. You got to take out what you're spending on the hand sanitizer to yeah. give to people. And I got yep. news for you: if a delivery driver, if the guy who drops off my pizza is really not the guy you want a hand sanitizer from, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I had one lady. She, uh, you know, I delivered to a little rich area, um, and she was really like startled. You know, like yeah, I, don't you know, I don't have any type of virus. Do you got a virus? Is that why you're giving me this hand sanitizer? <laughs> I, I said, ma'am, it's then you got to go. It's complimentary. Go pizza. You got to go eat a pizza that you just it, gave them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you know that came to a stop after after about two or three of them. All right, Jared. Now we got to get back up and cooking here from the start of this. The deal we had with BetMGM was that they were going to start us off with $1,000, what we what they did. They went ahead and said, if you guys can get to $10,000, you can cash out at $10,000. We started at 1000 Right now, Jerry Don, we sit at $5,305. Yes. $5,305. Now, another thing I want to say to you, Jerry, that is our MGM account. So you keep calling me throughout the week to put in bets for you. The only bets we can put in on the MGM account are the ones that the people can follow. Do you understand that? Jerry? I get it. I get it. I get it. You got that? So here's where we're at. $5,305. Before we go ahead and rattle that off, Jer, go ahead. Say it with some enthusiasm. Let the people know who sponsors the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Jer, I want you to get excited about it. I know you got your shift coming up soon at Domino's, but get excited about it. Exert some energy. Let's hear it. Who sponsors the Brilliantly Dumb Show? Jerry, take it away. Bro Bible. No, the Jer- long wait is over. Jared, Jared, Jared. Football Jer- is back. Jared, 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 by Bro Bible. We're not we're not sponsored by Bro Bible. We're employed by Bro Bible. You understand that, Jer? Yeah. All right, yeah. start it again. The long wait is over. Football is back. <laughs> and new customers at BetMGM Sports, Rick, <laughs> will kick off the season with 100% deposit match up to $500. 
simply sign up and make a deposit with bonus code ProBible to take advantage of this offer. There's never been a better time to get in the action at BetMGM with parlay bonuses, live betting, daily odds, boost specials, and much more. <laughs> Slow down now. Slow down now. Let them know. Let them know. Here don't let... Don't got to be able to follow follow along, Jerry. We want them. We want them on board with now. Slow down a little bit. There it is. Don't let one minute of the NFL season pass you by. Jesus Christ, Jerry. The NFL season is going to be passed by by the time you finish the ad. You don't got to go that slow. Don't let one minute of the NFL season pass you by. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com with bonus code BROBIBLE to double your betting bankroll with a 100% deposit match up to $500. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There it is. You have it. Promo code BROBIBLE, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Don, with that being said, you are as hot as a rocket on July 4th right now. Jerry, you're absolutely killing it. I have no idea if that phrase that I just said makes any sense whatsoever, but Jerry... It ain't a joke no more. If Jerry Don gives you a pick, folks, it's at the point where you should hop on with the pick. It's pretty spectacular what you've been doing. You came on the Patreon happy hour. Everybody's asking you for a lock. And what I like, Jer, is you don't just give them game after game. You Easy, Rick. Easy, Rick. (laughs) Easy. Folks, he has uh, Rick, who had his white boy Rick in his lap right now, acting up just a little bit right now. But, Jer, back to that. You are hot. You gave them the Jets. Then the Jets hit. We loved Seattle. We loved the Seattle over. As hot as they come right now, Jerry, let's keep that momentum going. What do we like this week? Jer, would you not vape in front of the dog? I mean, that can't be good for the dog. Keep the smoke away from the dog, Jer. This week, I like something big. Talk me through it, Jer. And listen, you got to hop on it right now. Right now is the time to hop on it because the spread is going to get very, very big on this. I like a game. Vegas made another mistake here. Another mistake they made. But I caught it quick like I always catch it, Bob. Every week I catch it. You've been, Jerry, you've been absolutely phenomenal. There's no doubt about that. Now, you want to talk about a fluke game last week. You're talking about the Atlanta Falcons versus the Raiders. The Falcons had no business putting up over 40 against the Raiders. They really didn't. They really, really didn't. Now, this week, I love something, and I want to bet big on it. I want to bet real big on it. There is no way the Saints should be only at minus three. They're playing the Falcons. Now, I'm going to hammer it. I'm not going to take the spread here because I want to hammer it. I mean, I want to hammer it pretty big. Give me two racks on the Saints money line. Give me two racks on it. Whoa, 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 Jerry, Jerry, listen, you're the one saying I'm hot. I know I'm hot. I'm ready to go. Give me two dimes on the the Saints money line. Jerry, you're just just pissing it all the way that they don't hit, Jerry. I built this bankroll. I built it. <laughs> yeah. nah, yeah, I built the bankroll. Look, you I built in the bank. You have not built this bankroll. You're gonna throw two racks right now on the Saints money lines. What you're gonna? What happens if they lose, Jer? Then I'll double down. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, that's when I'm at my best. You want two racks on the Saints money line? Is what you're telling me? Lock it in. 
You want two racks on the Saints money line? We're going to give you two racks on the same money line. I'm not thrilled about this whatsoever, Jer. Here we go. You ready for this? If we put two racks on the Saints money line again, we are at 5,305. Two mm-hmm. racks would risk 3,400. No, no, no. I want to bet 2,000. What do I win for 2,000? You win 2,000, you risk 3,400. Jesus, Jer, I tried to tell you. No, listen. What does 2,000 pay? You want to risk 2,000? I want to risk, risk, risk. Risk 2,000. Total different ballgame. That, Jer, I don't mind. I don't mind too much about that there. Okay, here we go. 1,176. Good, lock it in. Just lock it in. 1,176 is what we would win, risking 2,000. That's what we're going with, Jer. Yep. If you want to get a little frisky then, Jer, you know what? I'm going to get a little frisky. Here's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. There's a game I like. There's a game that I like a lot. What I'm going to do, Jer, Mm -hmm. Air Force, come Thursday, Air Force is currently sitting – Favored 10 and a half against Utah State. Now, I know this may sound crazy. I happen to like Utah State. And whenever a team runs an option the way that Air Force runs the option, I don't like to give away that many points. Army games, I always bet on. There's Air Force games, I always bet on. there. The clock is constantly rolling. If Utah Mm -hmm. State can come out first score of the game, okay, you don't have to worry about the air attack. The clock is constantly rolling running and for the clock to be constantly running and a 10 and a half points you give me 10 and a half with that offense i got no issue taking utah state at plus 10 and a half give me 500 dollars on utah state risking 550 and that's a wrap job I can get behind that, Bobby. You got no choice but to get behind it because of the bet that I'm getting behind for you. Jerry, you're risking two racks for us right now. Yeah. Now, we win that game. I'll be absolutely thrilled with you. No no issue with it whatsoever. You're a genius. I trust yeah. you. I stick with you, Jerry. I'd like to think you'll stick with Domino's. Ride it out. If Goodell cancels the Steelers game, postpones it, show up to work, Jerry, okay? Yeah, for sure. Hey, Jerry. I'll see you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers, Jerry Diesel. In the meantime, folks, there you have it, Gerard Gilfone. Me and you, we are moving on. Folks, we interrupt the Burnley Dumb Show here to let you know that we are sponsored by Raycon. Enough with the half-assed holiday gifts that you know damn well the person you're gifting doesn't want. Vice versa. You don't want to get that gift that you know damn well you're going to put right into your closet up to next year and possibly re-gift that. Enough with the BS. Get the people what they want. That is the Raycon wireless earbuds. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today, yes, today, you can save big on a gift they'll use every day. The Raycon wireless earbuds, folks, with seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit. You can start listening right away and keep listening for hours, folks. I ain't preaching a product that I don't believe in. You can catch me every single morning zipping it around the block 
with these Raycon earbuds day in, day out, no bullshit. Go to buyraycon.com slash dumb. Yes, that's buyraycon.com slash dumb, D-U-M-B, today to get 20% off your Raycon order today. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash Dumb. Get 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash dumb. Enjoy a premium product in your ears day in, day out. Get the gift, get the best gift out there. The Raycon wireless earbuds. In the meantime, we are moving on. Yeah, anybody see that sad excuse for a Christmas tree they just threw up in Rockefeller Center? Have you seen this thing going up? You talk about just throwing in the white flag on the year and just saying, fuck it, we've had enough. There are people in Rockefeller Center contemplating whether or not to wake up and go to work that day, whether they should call off or go in. They look outside their window. They see this tree. They're calling off. They're staying home. Fire up a thing of chicken noodle soup, sit on the couch and do nothing. Because if Rockefeller Center isn't going to put any effort into the season, I'm sure not going to put any effort into this day. What a disaster that was. The tree is dead. They are putting up a dead tree. It looks like a weekend at Bernie's starring a Christmas tree. This thing is dead just standing on top of Rockefeller Center. It's like Governor Cuomo said to one of his interns, hey, kid, I forgot to do the whole Christmas tree thing this year. Here's 20 bucks. By the way, when you're out there, go get me one of those macchiato things from Starbucks, if you don't mind. Couple egg sous vide bites, why don't you? kid realizes $20 not enough to fill Rockefeller Center with the Christmas tree goes into somebody's house to grab it out of their living room because that Christmas tree is bigger than whatever he could find he's trying to pull this thing up the friggin' chimney there's side branches of this tree just clanging and banging off and down the chimney as he tries to pull it out you imagine if the Statue of Liberty took the season off the way Rockefeller Center just took Christmas off What if Lady Liberty decided, hey, you know what? I'd like to take a week off. My arm is burning. You could see her bicep just growing by the year because she's just holding that candle in the New York City wind out in the cold. Poor girl's biceps just burning. What if Lady Liberty said, you know what? If Rockefeller Center is going to take the year off, so will I. She just folds her arms across her body for a day. People are going around in the ferry on the Statue of Liberty tour, and they look up and say, holy shit, what's up Lady Liberty's ass? It's not how she looks in the picture. She looks pretty pissed off there, Captain. Is she always like that? Lady Liberty's just sitting up there with just a smug on her face. I don't blame her. If I look across the way to Rockefeller Center and see that lack of a Christmas tree, I ain't doing shit either. I'm taking the day off. Coronavirus did not cancel Christmas, folks. Rockefeller Center just did. Moving on. Well, folks, you know how we do things here. We never close out any episode here on the Brilliant Um Show without everybody's favorite segment, my favorite segment, your favorite segment. It is indeed the Ask Bob segment week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. I tell you, fine folks, file on in the DM, submit your questions. To be featured for the Ask Bob segment, we had a couple rapid-fire questions here. We're going to do multiple Ask Bob questions here. Here's a good first one. Bob, 
two things that piss you off. Ready, set, go, be fast. Kind of like that. It's different. Here we go. Got to be fast. First things first. You ever notice how big of a pain in the ass it is to sign into an account nowadays because they got to confirm that you're not indeed a robot? While I do appreciate the safety and security of whatever account it is that I'm trying to get in, the questions that they confirm to you are not easy questions. They're never easy. They should be easy, but they're not. It'll be like eight different boxes. Click all, select all the boxes where there is a mountain lion. But they'll put a mountain lion in one box and then a bobcat in the second box. And I'm sitting here looking at this bobcat thinking, is that a mountain lion? This is a question that even the robot, if trying to hack into my account, is looking to saying, is that a fucking puma or is that a mountain lion? And I'm sitting here looking. I call my mom. I FaceTime her. Mom, you know animals. Tell me, is, is that a mountain lion or a puma? Should I select that second box there? Box three as a regular cat. I know that ain't a mountain lion, but what are you seeing there, ma? I got to watch an episode of Animal Planet just to figure it out. I call my buddy Forrest Galante. Maybe the only guy on this planet that would know the difference between a mountain lion and what I believe to think is a bobcat. Now I feel like an idiot. Select the box where there is a hill. And it'll show like a picture of grass and in the middle of the grass, there is a little bit of a bump, but you don't know if that's considered a hill. At what point is a bump a hill? And I'm sitting there and it takes me 10 minutes just to sign in. I forget why I was even trying to sign into my account in the first place. I'm just trying to check how much money I have in my Bank of America account. And here I am trying to debate what type of animal this is. Can't stand that. Another thing that bothers me, restaurants who promote happy hour, and then when you come to the restaurant and ask for the happy hour menu, the waiter or waitress gets upset with you. It kind of makes me feel cheap. But why promote it if you're going to be upset when we ask about it? Don't get upset with me. Get upset with your manager who sent some guy out for $8 an hour to be whipping out happy hour menus to kind of wheel you into the place like their brochures, like their programs going into Yankee Stadium to tell me who's playing shortstop tonight. There's a guy slinging a sign out on the traffic light to let you know to come in for happy hour. But when then when I do come in for happy hour, it's a problem. So excuse me, ma'am, do you think I could, uh, is there a happy hour menu? I, I, I should be able to find a couple happy hour menus. One second. My apologies, ma'am. The young man wheeled in the sign doing circus acts with your happy hour sign actually got me here. Now you're upset with me. Now we're not off to a good start. I don't know what's going to happen to my jalapeno poppers now. God forbid I wanted them for $4 less than they normally would have been. Shame on me for not being willing to pay $13 for five jalapeno poppers. God forbid I got to ask for ice water after it. You know the problem I have with ice water too? Maybe this is a little bit nudgy of me, but I like a good ice water. And I know I'm kind of going on a rant here, but I love a good ice water. 
So when you first sit down at the table, you always, you ask for ice water, you get ice water. The problem is that second glass of water, I drink a lot of water, is never ice water. They don't go all the way to fill it up with the ice. Then it just turns into regular ice water. You're going to get what they give you. That, that's, that's my spiel on ice water. But those are the two things. The, the, the internet browsers that got to confirm that you're not a robot and kind of make you feel like a robot because you can't figure out the answer. And then restaurants who invite you in for happy hour, but then are upset when you ask for the happy hour menu. We got another question coming here for the Ask Bob segment. Bob, I always love your hotel stories. From your days at the Four Seasons, what's the coolest moment you've had? A couple cool ones I gave about the, the, my hotel days um, working at the Four Seasons. We had the Rudy Gobert story, um, the Will Smith story by far one of the best things that have ever happened to me when he recognized me in front of my prick boss and my prick boss got all jealous about me. That was phenomenal. Um, I got one. We had, um, we had the president Barack Obama at the time was staying with us at the four seasons. And look, regardless of your political views, you gotta admit that Barack Obama's got some swagger. And anytime you get close to a president, it's a really cool thing. These guys are untouchable. But Obama was staying at our hotel, and it was time for him to check out. So I had to send three of my bellmen upstairs to go get his bags. They requested four, but I sent three so that I could be the fourth bellman, that I could serve as the fourth bellman. And every time I went up to his floor, there's a bunch of Secret Service there. I always tried to see if I could get one of the Secret Service guys to laugh. Cause they just got things on lock and it's a tough thing to do. And I always say, if I can get one of these guys to laugh, that's pretty cool. Never could get them to laugh, but Obama's checking out. So I go up as the fourth Bellman and we go into him and Michelle's room. They're already in the cars, you know, getting ready to go. We go up to get the bags and I went right into their room. Cause you know, I wanted to, it was neat. The whole idea of it was just neat. And I got Obama's briefcase. And it said president of the United States, like it had that, that logo on it. And then it had a real cool, it said number 44 for the 44th president. And I remember holding on to this thing as we're getting ready to go down the elevator to bring it to the car. And my hand was almost shaking just for the, the sense of, you know, what I had in, in my hand and how bizarre it was. So that was pretty neat. No doubt about it. Again, regardless of political views, the, the guy's got some premium swagger. There ain't no doubt into that. So just to be holding on to this guy's briefcase and bringing it down into the car, pretty cool thing. Pretty cool thing. Bob, I was, here's the next one. Bob, I was listening to your story about getting drunk at the bowling alley and how bowling alley beers always hit different. I was wondering what other locations you think that beers hit different than normal phenomenal question phenomenal question one that i'm excited to take on because i do have that stance that there are certain beers depending on where you are when you drink them that just hit different than a normal beer it always does it always depends on the setting where the beer just either hits stronger or it's tastes different. It just flat out hits different. I'm going to do my top five places that I feel beers hit different. Number five, I'm going to go with movie theater beers. One beer at the movie theater before your movie starts, 
will leave you with a very questionable decision on, hey, do I want to get drunk during this movie or not? Nowadays, all the movie theaters got the lobby and they got usually like a bar in the lobby, which is pretty neat. Is it weird to get drunk before a movie? There's a lot of questions that go through my head on these movie theater beers and they always hit different. Should I tone down the beers, not have as many so that I could follow along on the plot? Just a couple questions you're going to ask yourself when consuming the movie theater beer, which again, always hits different. Number four, I'm going with the shower beer. If you are currently putting down a shower beer right now, there is a 100% chance that you're going to get ready, that you're getting ready for a wild night. Anytime I've had a shower beer, especially in college, it's because I'm prepping for a wild night. Shower beers always hit differently, especially if you got that hot water going. It's like drinking beer in a sauna. One of those puppies, you walk out of that sauna, you're just filled up with beer. One, one beer, you're out for the count. Shower beers always hit differently, no doubt about it. If you have one shower beer, that means that night you are having nothing short of another seven beers. The shower beer gets you ready for what's always going to be a wild, wild night. Number three, I got the golf course beers. I got the golf course beers, always a different vibe on the golf course beers. You're going to have to ask yourself the question, what matters more, the handicap or having a real good time and getting drunk on this golf course right now? Folks, I hope you pick having a real good time on that golf course right now, because I assure you, unless you're Dustin Johnson, unless you're Rory McIlroy, unless you have your card, nobody gives a shit what your handicap is. Be a fun person out on that golf course if the beers are there you gladly accept they always hit different one of the finer things in life speaking of one of the finer things in life i've said it before i'll say it again number two i got bowling alley beers not only have i never had a bad batch of french fries at a bowling alley, something about these bowling alleys, they, they just know how to perfect the perfect French fries. I don't know what it is. Is it the, is it the oil? Is it the grease? What about the bowling alley French fries hit so well? They always do. I'll tell you what else hits well, the bowling alley beer, no doubt about it. Proceed with caution when having a bowling alley beer, because one beer at a bowling alley feels like five regular beers. I've talked about it before on the podcast. We did a work outing where we went all out to the bowling alley. It was a manager's outing. Everybody's having a good time. I'm telling you, man, these things just hit differently. You got to somewhat contain yourself when you went out to these employee events. I did a quick two boppers, just a quick two beers right out of the get-go. Felt like six. I was absolutely buzzing. The bowling alley beers proceed with caution they hit different. Number one, I think this is just about a no-brainer, the airport beer. The airport beer always and forever will hit different than a normal beer. Give me a good airport beer. Give me a good bartender. Give me a good game on, and there's a 25% chance that I'm going to miss my flight, even though I'm sitting right next to the gate. Airport beers are just a different vibe. Is it a different amount of hops in them? I don't know what it is. Is there some sort of security process? 
where they got to check the beers, maybe do something different to the beers. I don't know what it is, but an airport beer is always and will forever just sit differently than most. I don't know what it is about the airport beer. I really don't. Just like the movie theater, you're going to have that same question as well when consuming the airport beer. Am I about to get drunk before this flight right now? And you're kind of weighing out the pros and cons as you sit down and have this beer on getting drunk before the flight. Always will, always has been, always been the case. Phenomenal. Ask Bob questions coming out of you folks this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode the way I have Wednesday for you Patreon folks out there. Tyler Cameron, Jersey Jerry, Maddie Rigatoni coming to you on the happy hour. It's been an absolute blast on that thing. Going to have a damn good time. We always do. The happy hour beers always sit different as well. Folks, with that being said, we'll see you next week. You all take care now. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second?